Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working every day to remove the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from becoming the heroes of our own stories. I am Marcus Barr, and I want to share something with you that was very profound that happened just yesterday. I had an appointment with my dentist yesterday, and it was a follow-up to one I had the day before. You know that if you have subsequent appointments back-to-back, it's usually not for a good reason, and that's exactly what happened in this situation. I went in and had my routine cleaning done, and one of the things that they always ask me is if there's any problem areas that I'm aware of. I was aware of one for about the last month and a half or two months, and I was letting them know, yeah, I've, I've got this one spot that there's some sensitivity specifically when I am chewing on things. And so the hygienist let the dentist know, and turns out I had an incomplete crownal fracture on one of my molars, which meant I had to go in the next day being yesterday in order to get my first ever crown. I'm still frustrated that I have this crown now and I can't even call myself royalty. I mean, what's up with that? However, as I was heading into the dentist yesterday, I was listening to one of the podcasts that I like to listen to called The Create Podcast, hosted by Natalie Roy and Kristen Hingy. And it's... The, the Create Podcast is all about creatives trying to reclaim their creativity and be able to pursue their creative dreams. Might not be so surprising based on some of my previous episodes why I'm listening to this podcast. What they were talking about in this podcast, it was one that they recorded back in 2020 because I'm working through the backlog. They were talking about what's the story that we tell ourselves. That might sound familiar based on the title of this podcast. Because it's so profound for me that there is a lot that we tell ourselves that sets us up to have the experiences and even just the days that we have. And I had a very interesting day yesterday just at the dentist where by listening to this podcast, I didn't even finish it yesterday. That it set me up to become more aware of what my own story and internal dialogue is for just this trip to the dentist. When I went into the office, I was there a little early and I have this really fun color by numbers app on my phone that I'll just turn to when I'm feeling nervous, which I was feeling nervous yesterday, don't get me wrong. I'll turn to it if I need a brain break, if I am feeling nervous or 
Sometimes just because I want to, because it's fun. I, I enjoy it. When I went back with the dental hygienist and she takes me back and is describing what they're going to be doing, asks me if I have any questions about the procedure, which honestly I didn't. It was my first time going through something like this. I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, I was fortunate that the dentist that I go to, they have the technology on site to make the crowns themselves. So I was able to get it pretty much all done in one go. I didn't have to have a temporary crown and then have to come back in once the permanent one was fabricated. I was aware as the dental hygienist was taking me back, she just doing her usual thing, just asking, hey, how are you doing today? I could have said anything about how I was doing. And what did I say? I'm not doing too bad. Why did I go negative? Why didn't I say that I'm doing well? Why didn't I say, you know, I'm a little stressed, but you know, I'm eager to get this over with and I'm sure it's going to be okay. Why do I default to saying not too bad? What does it even mean to be not too bad? When, when I really think about that, not too bad, it, it means I'm still bad. It means things are still not going great. It means that things could be so much better than they are right now. And let's face it, that's honestly true with what I was experiencing in that moment. I didn't want to be at the dentist again. I didn't want to have this procedure done. And yet the story that I'm telling myself is one of negativity. There is this one person at a local grocery store here that I love to go through his lane whenever I see that he is working one of the cash registers. What I like is, and it was so impactful to me. This was several months ago now. I was going through his lane. I hadn't seen him in a while because I tend to shop in the morning and he tends to prefer working in the afternoons. So we stopped crossing paths there for a while, but I, I see this guy. In fact, I'll call him out. Louie. This guy, Louie. Man, I love going through Louie's lane. And as we were being cordial with each other, I asked him, how is this day treating him? And he turned around and said, it's awesome. And I honestly was taken back a little bit. I'm like, wow, that's usually not a response that I get. And he goes, yeah, I hear that from a lot of people. But really, today is awesome. That's the kind of mentality and the story that I want to tell myself. That things are awesome. That things are going well. It's kind of like what I used to hear from a lot of people in various churches that I've attended in the past where you hear the people where you ask them how they're doing and they're like, oh, it's just another day in paradise. 
I want to be able to say that. I want to mean it. I want to legitimately mean that it is a good day. And what I chose to go with was not too bad. While we are waiting for the dentist to come back. Actually, no, it, it, it wasn't that. The dentist had already come back, talked a little bit, and had given me the anesthesia injections to numb the side of my mouth that needed to be numbed. And it takes a couple of minutes for that to happen. And after, after a while, I just, I turn to the hygienist and I tell her, is it okay if I dork around on my phone? And she's like, yeah, sure. You, you know, that's, in fact, you're going to have a, a great opportunity to do that some more later on with the procedure. So I take out my phone and I start playing my color by numbers app or game. I'll call it, it actually is a game. I was playing my game. Again, the words that we use. I became painfully aware of how I chose to refer to this activity as dorking around on my phone. I couldn't even say, is it okay if I just play a game on my phone? No, I had to qualify it by saying, dorking around on my phone. As if this activity is something that is not socially acceptable. As if what I was going to do was a bad thing. When really it's not. I'll be honest. After getting the anesthesia injected into my jaw, I'm trying to, I'm just using my finger to, to just punch these areas on my screen in order to fill them in with color. And my hand was shaking. I so do not like the feeling of the needle going into my jaw. I don't like the feeling of the pressure as this fluid is being injected in there that's blocking all of the signals in the surrounding nerves. I don't like the feeling of the numbing sensation crawling along my jaw. It's not something that I enjoy. I never have. And I was trying to be as composed as possible. And I didn't even realize in the moment how much that was impacting me to the point where I, my hand was shaking trying to just play my game. Or as I said, dork around on my phone. What kind of a story am I telling myself? Well, I kind of already clued into that. The word choice in that moment, it was effectively saying that this is not a good thing that I'm doing. There is something better that I could be doing. 
I'm not being as productive as I could be. I don't know. What would I do? Check email? No, not going to do that. I don't get that many emails. And I was so aware in that moment about choosing to say or effectively ask permission to dork around on my phone. Is it okay for me to engage in this less than less than productive, less than ideal, this childlike activity? When really all I could have said is, is it okay if I just play on my phone? Is it okay if I play a game on my phone? Why didn't I say that? Why did I have to say, is it okay if I dork around on my phone? That really struck me. The story that I was telling myself. The story that the things that I enjoy are... I don't even know. The things that I enjoy are repulsive, I guess. The things that I enjoy are not good, if I just really boil it down. And one of the things that also happened during this visit is as soon as the dentist started drilling the tooth, I could still feel it. When I was heading to the dentist yesterday morning, I was thinking maybe I should let them know that I'm going to need a little more anesthesia because, man, I remember having a cavity. I was having a cavity filled. And they were having such a hard time numbing the spot that they ended up having to go with like some older kind of anesthesia that doesn't metabolize as quickly. So I would be number longer. And I'm like, you know what? We'll just, we'll see what happens. We're, we're just, we're just going to see what happens this time. And true to form, he starts drilling, and within five seconds, I'm holding, I'm holding my finger up, and he's like, can you still feel that? And I'm like, yeah, I, I can still feel it a little bit. He's like, okay, well, we'll just have to give you a little more. And so he does. And thankfully, that, that was the third injection. Thankfully, I didn't feel that one. Yet, we still had to go through that waiting period for the anesthesia to do its work. And I felt it, I felt it moving more towards my lip. And when he came back, he's like, how does it feel? I'm like, it's kind of hard for me to tell until you start drilling, but it does seem to have moved further. So maybe we're in a good place here. I could have saved myself some of that by just saying, hey, in past experiences, I have 
needed more anesthesia in order to actually get my nerves numb for this kind of work. In fact, I can't even think of any kind of dental work where they haven't had to give me more or go with something a little stronger just because I, I honestly don't know why it happens. I wish it didn't. <laughs> honestly wish it didn't because I'm so not a fan of having these injections and having them multiple times and then dealing with the lingering numbness and also having to deal with the soreness that takes place afterwards. So the area that needs to be numb is finally numb. I didn't feel anything more the rest of the time. The dentist comes back, continues with the procedure, and I start getting frustrated at myself because I have, I have four different tools in my mouth as the hygienist is spraying water in there and trying to suck up the debris and the dentist has his little mirror in one hand and he has the drill in the other. And I was getting frustrated because I could see how much of an inconvenience these moments where I really needed to swallow were coming up. Because every single time I did that, it kept pushing the dentist's hand up and then he had to go back in and get it back into place. And I was getting frustrated. Why? Why was I getting frustrated at myself? I was getting frustrated because of my normal bodily functions. I was getting frustrated because there was enough moisture at the back of my throat to send signals to my brain, hey, we need to swallow. I was telling or not telling, I was more expecting myself to be able to just lie there in perfect stillness and control my body to not do some of these things that it was naturally designed to do? What's the story that I am telling myself here? That I'm not good enough? That I should be doing better? Better at what, lying there? I mean, what is the story? I was really thinking on that yesterday. I was really wondering, what is the story that I am telling myself? And the more often the story that I am telling myself is a negative story, the more I'm going to have a negative experience, the more I'm going to have a negative outcome through all of this. I didn't like that. I honestly didn't like it. I started changing my responses. I started changing what I was saying and what I was doing. I took the example of Kristen Hingey and Natalie Roy and started to apply it to this experience. I could have sat there dorking around on my phone. Yes, I'm saying that very intentionally here again. Just waiting for everything to get done and come home and just wait for 
the numbing to go away and start feeling the discomfort from the injections and from the work that was done on the tooth. That's what I could have done. And instead, I embodied a childlike awe to this experience. Again, I'd never gone through this before. I didn't know what to expect in having a crown for my teeth. So I started asking questions. After all of the drilling was done, they took a 3D scan of this tooth and some of the surrounding teeth. They did the same for my upper for the the upper teeth because it was a it was a lower molar that was having the issue. They did the same for the upper teeth as well. So they could try and recreate my bite as succinctly as possible. I remember lying there mouth agape as the hygienist has this scanning rod inside my mouth and it's just going around the teeth and this way and that way. And I remember she had the, the monitor so that I could see what was going on. And I've got my head turned and I'm watching as it is developing this 3D model as it's just doing all of these scans, I was like, what? That's the kind of technology that we have here? That's amazing. Eventually, the hygienist comes back. And this was after I'd been, I had been playing the game on my phone for, oh, gosh, how long was it at that point? I want to say it was about a half an hour. There was at least a half an hour where I was sitting there playing my my game on my phone and just waiting for them to come back in order to finish things up. And she comes back and I hear her just working with one of their polishing tools behind me. And then she just says, I just want to polish this a little bit before we get it in there. And she's behind me. So I just turn the chair. I'm like, I'm curious. I really want to see what this looks like. I, I want to see what this crown is going to look like. And so I turn over and it looks like she's got half a tooth, just the top half of a tooth. And she's just polishing it. And I was in awe about this. It was incredible. They get the crown put in and everything is done and I'm heading home and my half of my jaw is still numb and I'm like, you know what, this is going to start becoming painful or even uncomfortable as this starts working or not as it starts working, as it starts to wear off. And I was hungry. Oh, I was hungry at this point. Not a great time to be hungry when half your jaw is numb. Because you kind of don't want to eat anything because you could end up finding yourself eating your own tongue after a while. 
I get home and I am setting myself down to play some more games. I was going to take it easy. It was stressful. <laughs> it was there was a lot of anxiety centered around this and it was it was two days worth of anxiety. I needed something. I found the most sustaining fluid that I could drink through a straw in order to give my stomach something because it took about three hours for the for the numbing to go away. That's a long time to go without eating. So it's like, I need something. I'm, I'm going to get something so that I don't become ravenous. And as it starts to go away, I do start to feel, I start to feel that discomfort. I start to feel the discomfort of the injections in my jaw. I start to feel the discomfort of all the drilling that was done to my tooth. The trauma that they had gone through. And I could have told myself that this was awful. That this was worse than what it was in the morning. It wasn't exactly how I wanted those days to go. And instead, what I chose to do is say, you know what? This is something that is going to help me. I was in pain if I would chew on that side. It's like this was necessary. This is necessary pain to go through. Because the alternative is I did nothing about it and the fracture just got worse and then they'd have to take the tooth out entirely. Instead of focusing so much on the pain, I decided instead to focus on some of the free time that it gave me. And then as the pain started coming up, it's like, okay, you know what? I've got, I can take something for the pain. And it was enough to deaden the pain for a good couple hours. And, oh, well, this is kind of fortuitous. The time that it's going to wear out and I'm able to take some over-the-counter painkillers again, it's going to be, it's going to give it like a good solid hour, hour, hour and a half before I go to bed. It's actually some pretty good timing there. It gives it time to do its job before I lie down and what, maybe misery as I'm waiting for it to kick in. It's like, that was actually pretty fortuitous. And Libby was incredibly supportive and helpful during this whole experience. I had friends that were happy to offer a distraction. We played some games online in the evening and Overall, yesterday was a great day. It wasn't not too bad, like I had said to the dental hygienist when I went in there first thing. It actually was a good day. 
my situation didn't change. It's not like by saying that my day was great that I no longer had any of this pain, that I didn't have any of the anxiety that I experienced earlier. What changed was the story I was telling myself. And that was important for me to do. Otherwise, I could have made yesterday so miserable. The day that I had was a good day. I was able to enjoy myself. I was able to take time to rest and recover. I had friends and family who were so loving and supportive through all of it. I laughed. I took care of myself. I could have stuck with the story of woe is me. Now I have to have this very painful thing done. But instead, I chose to focus on the story of even with all of this going on, this is still a good day. And I had a good day. I hope this is encouraging. It sure encouraged me when I started noticing it in real time. The story that we tell ourselves, it often becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will create the experience that you're going to have based on the story that you are perpetuating either what either through what you tell others or from what you are telling yourself. It's not even something you need to verbalize. And it's going to be just as impactful as you're going throughout the rest of this day and the days that follow. Check in with yourself. What's the story that you're telling? What is the narrative that is driving your experiences? Is it a positive narrative or is it a negative narrative? That is going to impact what you say, what you do, and whether you're going to find any enjoyment in this crazy ride that we call life. And until next time, Live strong for today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.